Genesis 3:22. Mwanzo mlango wa tatu mstari wa 22 hadi wa 24. Yakuwa walipotupa nje mwa bustani ya Edeni. Kimsingi walitupwa nje mwa paradiso. Lakini sasa kamsi yangu inaniambia <laughs> iwapo haukujua kimsingi kwa hakika walitupwa kutoka binguni moja kwa moja unaanza kuelewa hukumu juu ya ukenge ufu hilo ndilo jambo la kwanza unalolipata hapo so, tazama hii sasa kauli hiyo ina mengi Why? kwa nini kwa maana unapata kwamba wakati anaposema katika mwanzo mlango wa tatu mstari wa 22 hadi wa 24 ya kwamba anawatupa nje mwa bustani ya Edeni lakini kuna mambo anayoyataja mahali pale anasema kwamba sasa wasiwahi kamwe mara tena kuufikia mti wa uzima na majani yake. Si hicho ndicho anachosema mahali pale. So kwa hivyo unaanza kuelewa mara tena ya kwamba kule paradiso Eden, katika bustani ya Edeni kutakuwepo na mti wa uzima. Na iwapo kama ningekuwa wewe nitataka nijue. Je, faida ni zipi za kuwa karibu na mti wa uzima? Ama kuufikia. So I may understand really this sanction what it does. Ili kwamba nikaelewe vizuri kabisa uamzi huu unafanya nini? How grave it is. Ni mzito kiasi gani? How grave it is this penalty. Jinsi ilivyo ya kutisha kabisa hii adhabu. Then you will understand that the tree of life is the one whose leaves when you pluck and eat. Hapo ndipo utakapoelewa kwamba mti wa uzima ndio ule ambao majani yake ukiyatwa na kuyakula. Unaishi milele na milele. So all those things you can find tree of life. Kwa mambo hayo yote waweza kuyapata mti wa uzima. So if you say that is throwing them away from the garden. Kwa hivyo iwapo anasema kwamba anawatupa kutoka kwa bustani. Never ever to come any closer. Wasiwahi kamwe kuja karibu tena. The tree of life or gain access to the tree of life. Karibu na mti wa uzima au kuufikia mti ule na majani yake. Then he saying the tree what? Basi anasema kwamba mti huo uko wapi? Hey! So you understood where he was throwing them from. Kwa hivyo unaelewa alikuwa anawatupa kutoka wapi? So you understand what apostasy does to the church. Kwa hivyo unaelewa kile ambacho ukengeufu unalifanyia kanisa. Now you understand the penalty. Sasa unaelewa ile adhabu. The penalty. Penalty. That the Lord assigned apostasy. Ambayo Bwana anaiambatanisha na ukengeufu. Na kulingana na adhabu ile Basi waelewa kwamba eh huyu mtu ni lazima alifanya uhalifu wa kuuzunisha kabisa kabisa Kosa la kugadhabisha kweli kweli Dhambi ya kugadhabisha kabisa Kulingana na vile ambavyo adhabu yake ni kubwa kabisa hata katika koti koti zetu za sheria hapa 
when the penalty is big wakati ambapo adhabu yake ni kubwa you don't have to know what he did si lazima ujue alifanya nini unasema kwamba huyo mtu ni lazima alifanya uhalifu mkali kabisa ule unastahili adhabu ya kifo hallelujah hallelujah hiki kitu ambacho wanafanya mizaha na makanisa hapa kitu hiki kinakufanya uangamize uzima wa milele na kisha ukisoma na kuendelea Bwana Mungu akasema basi huyu mtu amekuwa kama mmoja wetu kwa kujua mema na mabaya na sasa asije akanyosha mkono wake akatwaa matunda ya mti wa uzima akala anasema he must not be allowed ya kuwa asiruhusiwe to reach out his hand kunyosha mkono wake na kukula so you understand if you wanted to understand kwa hivyo iwapo ulitaka kuelewa the penalty adhabu that the lord lays down on the table ambayo bwana anaiweka mezani before he hits the hammer huh? kabla ya kugonga nyundo that penalty is he must not be allowed to reach out his hand adhabu hiyo ni kwamba na asiruhusiwe kuunyosha mkono wake touch na kugusa the tree of life mti wa uzima and eat from it na kukula kutoka kwao na kukula kutoka kwa mti wa uzima inamfanyia nini mwanadamu basi uzima wa milele inawafanya kuishi milele na milele kumaanisha kwamba sasa na asiruhusiwe kuridhi umilele asiwahi kamwe kuruhusiwa kuona umilele sasa je mumeelewa mahali pale ambapo kifo kilitokea so, na sasa have you seen those little section segments je mumeona zile awamu ndogo ndogo za ule uamuzi if you want to take lesson let me take the verdict and read it Iwapo unataka kuchukua kwa mfano useme wacha nichukue uamzi ule na kuusoma. Hivyo ndivyo vipande vipanda ambavyo utasoma. Iliyoandikwa chini na hakimu wa mbinguni. Sasa hivyo ndivyo vipande vipanda ambavyo hakimu mkuu aliandika. Aliposema kwamba wasiruhusiwe kufanya hivi, wasiruhusiwe kufanya vile. Ni lazima wakatiliwe mbali, wasiruhusiwe kufanya vile na vile. Sasa hayo ndio ya kusisitizwa sasa. Wacha tuangazie uamuzi aliyoandika. Na tujue vile tutashughulikia hii. Je, tutafanya nini? Siwezi kusema chochote hata mpaka nifikie uamuzi. Ni nyeti sana. Si mizaha mizaha ambayo mnaona wanacheza cheza hapa. No. La. 
Essentially if you follow him very carefully. Kimsingi iwapo utamfuatilia kwa makini sana. He's talk about cutting them off from eternal life. Ananena kuhusu kuwakatilia mbali kutoka kwa uzima wa milele. In fact he even mentions it that, that he must not be allowed to live eternally. Na hata hivyo anahitaji mahali hapa ya kwamba nasiruhusiwe kuishi milele. Hey, then right from stage one, day one. Na basi moja kwa moja kuanzia hatua ya kwanza, siku ya kwanza. The word go kuanzia mwanzoni really Unaelewa kwamba kwa kweli ukengeufu ni wa kuhuzunisha kweli kweli Lord, right? Mbele za Bwana Ni mahali pa kutokwenda kabisa kabisa 24, Basi akamfukuza huyo mtu akaweka makerubi upande wa mashariki wa bustani ya Edeni na upanga wa moto uliogeuka huko na huko kuilinda njia ya mti wa uzima That is kudhibitisha hiyo ni kudhibitisha kusisitiza that they don't go back ya kwamba wasikwende pale to the garden kwa bustani huh? to make sure never access eternal life kuhakikisha kwamba wasiwahi kufikia uzima wa milele meaning now living where eternal life is na sasa kumaanisha ya kwamba kuondoka mahali ulipo uzima wa milele the presence of god himself uwepo wa mungu mwenyewe the ark of the covenant was in the garden nakumbuka kwamba sanduku la agano lilikuwa kwenye bustani because when you hear the two kerubi of glory maana ukisikia kuhusu wale makerubi wawili wa utukufu the two kerubi are always on both sides of the ark of the covenant makerubi wale wawili wa utukufu kila wakati wako katika pande mbili zote za sanduku la agano that means the throne of god was there kumaanisha kwamba kiti cha enzi cha Mungu kilikuwa pale the ark of the covenant the throne of god sanduku la agano ni kiti cha enzi cha Mungu that means now hiyo inamaanisha kwamba sasa ark of the covenant sanduku la agano and number two, na ya pili throne of god kiti cha enzi cha Mungu he is enthroned between the two cherubim amekwezwa katikati ya makerubi wawili to prove that wow the presence of these two cherubim here meant that the throne was here kuadhibitishia ya kwamba uwepo wa hawa makerubi wawili mahali hapa inamaanisha kwamba kiti cha enzi cha Mungu kilikuwa hapa. Alafu nitaenda pia katika mwanzo mlango wa tatu mstari wa nane anaposema kwamba walipokuwa wakitembea wakati wa utulivu wa jioni walimsikia kumaanisha kwamba walikuwa wakitembea na Mungu walikuwa wakitembea na yeye na walikuwa kwa uwepo wa Mungu kwa hivyo kwa maneno mengine ukengeufu unakutupa nje kutoka kwa uwepo wa Mungu the judgment is to throw you out of the presence of God. Hukumu yake ni kukutupa nje ya uwepo wa Mungu. Kukutwanga teke nje. <laughs> We've not even gone into the deep of the deep. Hata hatujaingia katika vilindi vya vilindi. On judgment. Juu ya hukumu. But right from the introduction when you look at what God is pronouncing on apostasy. Lakini kuanzia tu utangulizi ukiona kile ambacho Bwana anatamuka juu ya ukengeufu juu ya mtu yeyote anayeanguka basi utakuwa kwamba aa hiki tu nimesikia pale sitaki sasa sitaki kabisa hilo ndilo kusudi 
Iliyakomba mkapata kusema kwamba eh 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 ile kitu nimesikia pale hapana. Hapana. Sasa sitaki kabisa. Hapana. Sasa sitaki kabisa. Hata hii mambo simu hiyo msichana alikuwa anatuma sitaki. Hata mambo ya hii ya simu ile msichana alikuwa anatuma sitaki. Sasa hapana. Huyu alikuwa anaenda lunch na wengine hata don't want that. Hata huyu tulikuwa tunaenda lunch sitaki hiyo tena. You know, so you know that is the purpose. Kwa hivyo hilo ndilo kusudi that you may be revealed to ya kwamba namkafunuliwe what the devil is trying to hide from the church kila ambacho ibilisi anajaribu kuficha kutoka kwa kanisa that she may trivialize apostasy ya kwamba kanisa likadunishe ukengeufu wewe that's why i said this was important for apostasy to be complete ndio maana nilisema kwamba hii ni muhimu kwa ukengeufu kukamilika so i have already introduced in the same judgment kwa hivyo tayari nimetambulisha hukumu ile ile iliyokuwa ikipitishwa katika mwanzo mlango wa tatu juu ya ukengeufu kuanzia mwanzoni wakati wa uumbaji nimeongeza pale mwanzo mlango wa tatu mstari wa nane kuna zaburi isemayo kwamba amekwezwa katikati ya makerubi wawili. Na hiyo inakusababisha ujiulize hivi sasa sanduku la agano liko wapi? Hiyo inakusababisha ukajiulize sanduku la agano jipya liko wapi sasa? Kwa maana iwapo utukufu wake umekuja. Kwa maana kile ambacho hutendeka kwa kawaida ni kwamba makerubi wawili upande huu na kisha utukufu unakuja. Wingu. Na kuketi juu yake. Lakini iwapo wingu liko hapa, hiyo inamaanisha nini? So you need to be wise enough, deep enough. Kwa hivyo unapaswa kuwa wa hekima vya kutosha wa kilindini kabisa ili kupata kuelewa Najua kwamba kuna mipaka kwa yale ambayo tunaweza kuelewa kwa maana tu binadamu Na njia zake ni kama vile mbingu ilivyo juu kabisa na mbali kutoka duniani lakini wakati mwingine anatupa siri hizi ambazo zinatupatia mwelekeo mwelekeo ya kwamba ninyi watu fahamuni tu ya kwamba kuna uzito hiki ndicho kinachotendeka hapa lakini kile ambacho ni cha muhimu zaidi ni kwa ushahidi kutumia njia za kishahidi kuliletea kanisa swala kwamba hapa ndipo walikuwa wanatupwa kutoka na ushahidi unatokana na swala kwamba walitembea na Mungu mahali pale ushahidi unaosema kwamba sasa ninawatupa nje ushahidi kuwa biblia inasema kwamba hii ilikuwa paradiso Ushahidi ya kwamba mti wa uzima ulikuwa hapa kwa hivyo uzima wa milele uko hapa. Now, Sasa mwaona kitu hiki cha kuvalia sketi fupi fupi. Na kufanyafanya mizaha hapa dhambi za ngono tamaa za ngono zinazoendelea makwenu.
ama popote mlipo ama uongo mambo haya kucheza cheza tu na injili ya ufanisi na mengineyo ama uchawi ama yoyote ile ama kuhakikisha tu kwamba uko karibu kama mtu wa kidunia siku zile zingine tano za juma kule mjini lakini sasa je waona jinsi adhabu yake ilivyo kali mno Psalm 37:1 to 2 Kitabu cha Zaburi 37 mstari wa kwanza hadi wa pili. Mlango wa saba mstari wa kwanza hadi wa pili. Anasema kwamba msiwaogope watu waovu. Msiwaogope wakengeufu walioanguka kutoka kwa imani. So look at this now. Kwa hivyo tazama hii sasa. Je, anajaribu kuwaleteni nini katika andiko hili? This is what he's trying to bring. Hiki ndicho anachojaribu kutokeza. Ukijaribu kuiweka kwa mhutasari kwa ajili ya mteja, tuseme kwa mfano wewe ni wakili. Na ndio umemaliza tu kazi njema. Na uamuzi umepeanwa. So, you know, Alafu sasa watu wa kawaida wanataka kujua kwamba hiyo inamaanisha nini? Unasema kwamba ngoja kwanza kabisa nikayatazame maandishi na kisha nitakuja kwenu kuwawekeni kwa mhutasari. Kwa hivyo ninajaribu kuwawekeni kwa mhutasari la msingi. Anasema, do not fear people that have fallen away from faith. Msiwaogope watu wale walioanguka kutoka kwa imani. Kumaanisha kwamba wameingia kwa dhambi. Ukengeufu. Kwa maana watanyauka. Hivi karibuni watakufa. So kwa hivyo kimsingi anasema ya kwamba mshahara hukumu for apostasy for that sin of falling away ya ukengeufu ya dhambi hiyo ya kuanguka that the consequence ya kwamba matokeo the judgment hukumu for apostasy ya ukengeufu at the garden of eden katika bustani ya edeni was death ilikuwa mauti wow the ultimate ile ya mwisho did you understand that jemelewa hiyo wewe That's why I said I needed to bring this segment to complete apostasy. maana nilisema kwamba ilinilazimu kuleta awamu hii ili kukamilisha ukengeufu. The wages of apostasy is death. Mshahara wa ukengeufu ni mauti. When you become apostate, you decide to fall away. Wakati unakengeuka, unaamua kuanguka. You pay the ultimate. Unalipa ile gharama ya mwisho. Can we move to the second one? Hebu tusonge kwa ya pili. Because the first one kwa maana ile ya kwanza ama kweli ilikuwa ni bustani ya Edeni. Kwa maana tunashughulikia hukumu ambayo Mungu anaipitisha kwa ukengeufu. Hukumu ya ukengeufu. Hukumu ya ukengeufu ama adhabu ya ukengeufu. Can we move to number two now? Hebu twende kwa ya pili sasa. That was all that was really just in the garden of Eden. Na ile yote ambayo imeshughulikiwa ni bustani la Edeni. How the beginning? Jinsi pale mwanzo. How the devil just look. 
twisted the bit of the word of God jinsi ambavyo maneno ya kishetani vile ambavyo ibilisi aligeuza tu kidogo kidogo akakunja kunja maneno ya Mungu and the woman believed na mwanamke akaamini how the eye and when she saw she saw that it was so nice so pleasing the eye na jinsi jicho na alipoona aliona kwamba ilikuwa nzuri kabisa ya kupendeza macho meaning the eye is always the point of entry kumaanisha kwamba jicho kila wakati ni mahali pa kuingilia the lasting of that tamaa ya macho not only that na sio hiyo tu peke yake the eye is normally point of entry because some people are blind right jicho kwa kawaida ni tundu ya kuingilia na sivyo tu kwa maana watu wengine ni vipofu. Alafu naipeleka kiwango kingine. Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba hisia. Ya kihisia. Hisia za kimwili. Kwa kawaida ni mahali pa kuingilia. Maana kuna mengi kabisa ya kuvuna. Kutokana na mkutano huo kwenye bustani. Na sasa tumeona hata imetuonesha mahali pa kuingilia. Ambapo adui huingilia. Hata mbinu ule mtindo wa shetani. Kwa maana anasema na alipoona kwamba ni ya kupendeza macho. Alafu naanza kuliambia kanisa kwamba chunga kabisa kile kipendezacho macho. Huenda kikawa si cha Mungu. Huenda kikawa si cha kiungu. Wow, basi ukengeufu huingia kupitia jicho. Kupitia hisia. Jicho ni sehemu ya zile hisia. Hisia sita. Kwa hivyo inamaanisha mwili. Hebu niende kwa ya pili sasa. Ya pili commandments. Amri. The commandments. Amri. Kitabu cha kutoka mlango wa ishirini, mstari wa kwanza hadi wa sita. A chini ya hiyo ni kutoka mlango wa ishirini, mstari wa kwanza hadi wa sita. Tunaangazia swala hili ya kwamba je, ni kwa namna gani Mungu anavyohukumu ukengeufu? Iwapo tutaelewa jinsi anavyohukumu ukengeufu? Basi kwa heri ukengeufu. Utasema la kwake. Yes. Mungu akanena maneno haya yote akasema, Mimi ni Bwana Mungu wako. I am the Lord your God. Mimi ndimi Bwana Mungu wako. Who brought you out of Egypt meaning I am the Lord your God niliyowatoa Misri kumaanisha kwamba mimi ndimi Bwana Mungu wako I am the Lord your God my works you know kazi zangu mwazijua my might you know nia zangu mwazijua what i did in egypt please remember that yale niliyoyatenda kule Misri tafadhali yakumbukeni i'm the one ni mimi niliyokutoa katika inchi ya Misri katika nyumba ya utumwa usiwe na miungu mingine ila mimi did you hear now when the lord brings forth the ten commandments wakati bwana anazileta zile amri kumi which are the guiding principles ambazo ndizo kanuni za uongozi for christian salvation kwa ajili ya wokovu wa kikristo 
When he brings forth the Ten Commandments, anapozileta zile amri kumi, they are the ones that define the boundaries of Christian lifestyle. Ni hizo ambazo zinachambua mipaka ya maisha ya Ukristo. When the Lord hands down the Ten Commandments, wakati Bwana anazipeana zile amri kumi, which are meant to navigate us into his kingdom, the kingdom of God. Ambazo zimekusudiwa kutuongoza mpaka kwa ufalme wake, ufalme wa Mungu. When he hands down the Ten Commandments, anapopeana zile amri kumi, which are the pillar, the pillar of the Bible ambazo ndio nguzo nguzo ya biblia the pillar of heaven nguzo ya mbinguni the pillar of salvation nguzo ya wokovu then the first commandment warns against apostasy basi amri ya kwanza inaonya dhidi ya ukengeufu right away number one moja kwa moja ya kwanza is a warning on apostasy number one. ni onyo dhidi ya ukengeufu ya kwanza you shall have no other god hamtakuwa na miungu mingine yoyote except me isipokuwa mimi kando nami huh? what does that mean je hiyo inamaanisha nini you shall have no other faith hamtakuwa na imani nyingine yoyote except faith in me isipokuwa imani ndani mwangu <laughs> huh? Jem naelewa You shall have no other religion Hamtakuwa na dini nyingine yoyote except this true faith Isipokuwa hii kweli Wewe Meaning you shall have no other faith Kumaanisha kwamba hamtakuwa na imani nyingine yoyote except faith in God Jehovah in me Isipokuwa imani ndani mwa Mungu Yehova ndani yangu usijifanyia sanamu ya kuchonga wala mfano wa kitu chochote kilicho juu mbinguni wala kilicho chini duniani wala kilicho majini chini ya dunia Tazama hii sasa muna maradufu Kwa maana muna ile mada ya katikati no Hamtakuwa na imani nyingine yoyote Isipokuwa imani ndani mwangu Hiyo ndiyo sehemu ya kwanza ya hayo mawili Ya pili Sasa anapeana habari anaelezea zile imani zingine The other gods. Miungu mingine. The other things now. imani zingine sasa. That is warning you not to. Ambavyo anawaonya msifanye. Usijifanyie sanamu ya kuchonga wala mfano wa kitu chochote kilicho juu mbinguni wala kilicho chini duniani wala kilicho majini chini ya dunia. Usivisujudie wala kuvitumikia kwa kuwa mimi Bwana Mungu wako ni Mungu mwenye wivu. Kuinama kusujudu vitu hivyo vyote mtaorodhesha. Kuinamia hiyo inamaanisha kwamba utii wako kwamba ninakubaliana nawe. Ninakubaliana. Ninakubaliana nawe. Ninakubaliana na hii ibada. I am actively involved. Ninahusika vilivyo. It's not just my dream somewhere. I was just contemplating that God. Sio tu katika ndoto mahali fulani ya kwamba nilikuwa tu natafakari hiyo miungu. The nearly the physical the active involvement. Kupiga magoti kihalisia 
Yaani tendo lenyewe linahusika. What does bowing down mean? Kusujudu inamaanisha nini? Kwa kuwa mimi Bwana Mungu wako ni Mungu mwenye wivu na wabatiliza wana maovu ya baba zao hata kizazi cha tatu na cha nne cha wanichukiao nami ninawarehemu maelfu elfu wanipendao na kuzishika amri zangu lakini sasa iwapo tunaongea juu ya hukumu adhabu yenyewe ndio hiyo basi ndio hiyo inakabidhiwa papo hapo anasema kwamba adhabu sasa anasema kukuadhibu wewe na watoto wako vizazi na vizazi je mnaona uzito wake sasa haleluya je Mumeelewa uzito wa ukengeufu? Ukianguka kutoka kwa imani ya kweli ndani ya Mungu na kuenda kuwa na imani katika miungu hizi zingine. Basi nitaadhibu hadi kwa kizazi cha tatu mpaka cha nne pale chini. Sasa inafunuliwa kwetu. To whom is being revealed. Ninyi ni wale wabarikiwa ambao mnafunuliwa. Like, Kumaanisha kwamba unapoingia katika ukengeufu kimsingi unamchukia Bwana. No na ndio maana shetani aliingia katika ukengeufu na anamchukia Mungu vilivyo. His practice and life became the hate. Matendo yake maishani imefanyika lile chukizo. Kwa Mungu. And his followers hate God. Na wafuasi wake wanamchukia Mungu. Kwa hivyo je mnaelewa? It's not less. Si kasoro. What I'm saying is the following. Kile ninachosema ni hiki. You, you find you find that the way he's describing it. Unapata ya kwamba jinsi anavyoelezea. You find now that his own way of putting a poster now Unaona kwamba njia yake ya kuweka ukengeufu sasa inafanyika ibada ya sanamu ya ukafiri. Hicho ndicho anachoelezea mahali pale ukifuata kwa umakini. Anasema kujenga miungu za namna hii na kisha kuisujudia. Pagan. Ukafiri. Wasioamini ndani mwa Mungu. Ibada ya sanamu ya kikafiri. Hayo ndiyo amekuwa akielezea hapo. So, na hivyo basi ukengeufu Kimsingi ni ibada ya sanamu ya kikafiri. Pagan. Ya ukafiri. So msisema at ah, niko kanisani tu. Kwa hivyo msisema at ah, niko kanisani tu. Ati nimeanguka nimekengeuka lakini niko kanisani. No. La. Is paganism. Ni ukafiri. You become a pagan idolatrous man. Unafanyika kafiri mwabudu sanamu. Pagan. Ni ya kikafiri. You don't believe God. Haumwamini Mungu. That's why they call it defection. Na ndio maana wanaiita usaliti. You have defected from the other side you are now on this other side with the enemy. 
umesaliti upande ule mwingine na sasa uko upande huu mwingine na watu wengine ibada ya sanamu ya kikafiri alijaribu kuleta ukafiri na akatupwa nje hangeweza kustahimili kule and so pagan which will not believe in god na kwa hivyo kafiri kumaanisha asiwaamini ndani ya Mungu. Hawezi kuwa na dini mgawanyiko mbinguni. Imani mgawanyiko. Mungu aliyegawanyika, kuna Mungu mmoja tu. So it talks about the gravity. Kwa hivyo ananena juu ya uzito. And it raises the fact that right from the beginning. Na inaibua swala kwamba moja kwa moja kuanzia mwanzoni the handing down of the 10 commandments kule kupeanwa kwa zile amri 10 he had to raise that red flag ilibidi akainue ile bendera nyekundu he did not say look i'm giving the 10 commandments hakusema kwamba tazama ninapeana amri 10 and the first commandment says ha church i love you na amri ya kwanza inasema kwamba kanisa ninakupenda i love you ninakupenda He did start like that. Hakuanza namna hiyo. I don't know why today when I was reading it. I thought he should say that. Sijui kwa nini leo nilipokuwa nikiisoma nilifikiria angesema hivyo. I thought I was going to meet that today when I was reading it. Nilifikiria ninakwenda kukutana na hiyo nilipokuwa nikiisoma leo. I thought I was going to meet some other then find that commandment number four, whatever. Nilifikiria ya kwamba ninaenda kukutana na zingine alafu amri tuseme ya nne hivi. I don't know why. Sijui kwa nini? Alafu nikasema kwamba hey, hii ni ya kwanza. Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba anapoanza tu namna hii bendera nyekundu. Onyo. Anasema kwamba kila kitu kingine pale chini kitafuatiliwa. Bora tu ukiipata hii ipasavyo. Because this one is what decides on which side in which camp you are. Kwa maana hii ndio ile inayoamua ni upande gani katika kambi ipi uliomo. In which camp are you? Or in which camp you are? Uko katika kambi gani? Okay. Because there's no way I can give you some benefits or some free benefits. Kwa maana hakuna vile ninaweza kupatia faida fulani ama marupurupu fulani when you are in another camp. Wakati uko katika kambi nyingine. I can discuss with you at all down the line. Siwezi kujadiliana pamoja nawe except that you be in our camp. Isipokuwa kwamba uwe katika kambi yetu. If you already that side then you have to go this way first. Iwapo uko tayari katika ule upande mwingine basi itakubidi uvuke upande huu kwanza. Then we can talk about what benefits you looking for. Did you understand? Jemelewa. So this is what defines your allegiance. Kwa hivyo hii ndio ile inayoelezea utii wako. Which side you are? Uko upande gani? Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.